Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% Need his name up in lights. He just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary. It's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up. That means when he puts it down, toxic picking it up. Let's go. Who the hell is he anyway? He never really talks much. Never concerned with status, but still even in starstruck. Humble through opportunity. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires with locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. We will talk to Bubba Carpenter one last time this season thanks to Johnston's Home Center in Benton coming up in mere moments. But in the meantime, News out of Fayetteville, Wes, and we've got some, I guess the latest news is baseball-related. And not shocking because, well, we had Hagen Smith on the other day, and he sort of, uh, we asked him about this, and he didn't want to tell us, but you could tell he knew more than he was going to tell us. He pulled a classic Bubba Carpenter, am I right? Anyway, um, Hagen Smith and Brady Tiger have been invited to the 2023 USA Baseball Collegiate National Team Training Camp. 56 of the premier non-draft eligible college players uh, will be invited for a four-game Stars versus Stripes intra-squad series from June 25th to 28th, and they'll name a 26-man team roster after the camp that will represent the U.S. in a friendship series, air quotes, against Chinese Taipei and Japan from June 30th to July 12th. Thank you. Um, so good luck to those guys. It's pretty fantastic and great opportunity for them to face some good competition over the summer. And... The women's track and field team finished third in the national championships over the weekend. Razorback of Karen Nugent won the 110 hurdles. And pretty cool thing, too, with uh, Coach Lance Harder retiring. This was his uh, last uh, meet. And in the last race of his last meet, they won the 4x400 and uh, posted a time of 3 minutes, 24 seconds. And that was the third best time all time at the University of Arkansas. Did the... uh I can't remember her name. I'm sorry. The young woman that ran Wilson. the 400? Yeah. Did she run in the 4x4? Do you know? The 4x400 team was Paris Peoples, Joanne Reed, Nakisha Price, and Rosie Effing. Guess. No. I'm sorry? She did not. Effing. Britton Wilson was uh, runner-up in the 400 meters and finished seventh in the 400 meter hurdles. Men, by the way, finished second in the national championship. Uh, Florida won the last race, the 4x400, to leapfrog Arkansas and win the national championship. Also not specific to Arkansas, but related to college basketball, if you missed it earlier, we talked about the block charge in the NCAA last week. They are tweaking it where once the player plants their foot to jump, you have to be set as a defender. Good luck with that. Uh, but the other rules that we thought were kind of interesting were uh, bench personnel who are not students are allowed to serve as peacekeepers. So I guess if you're a student you want to be a peacekeeper, you need to stay where you are. Um, players will be allowed to wear numbers 0 to 99, which we think is all kinds of intriguing. Will anybody take any numbers that are unique or sure to get a snicker from the I crowd? I so. Let me think of uh, Luca. Luca's got the, what is he, 70... 77. 77. Yeah. Different. Think anybody will take anything in the high 60s? Uh, schools. Six, 69 has never been worn in the NBA. Hmm. Dennis Rodman tried, and David Stern said no. <laughs> <laughs> He's the guy that would have been perfect on. I guess because wearing a wedding dress on the court wouldn't be very practical either. And then schools are no longer going to have to submit a waiver to wear religious headwear, provided it is safe for competition. So whatever that looks like. I've never seen any headwear in a, uh, other than like a headband, I guess. Or a face mask if you get it broken. Sure, yeah. but that's not religious. I don't True. Think. 
Not that I'm aware of. All right, one last time with Bubba. This is uh, bittersweet. We love Bubba. He's so fun. Um, but we got one more segment with him here. We're going to talk to him about the World Series and kind of get a recap of uh, the season, I guess, for Arkansas. It's time for The Zone to be joined by former Razorback baseball player and current Diamond Hog color commentator, Bubba Carpenter. Bubba Carpenter is brought to you by Johnston's Home Center in Benton. Visit them on the web at johnstonshomecenter.com. Johnston's Home Center in Benton. If they don't have it, you probably don't need it. Now, let's play ball with Bubba Carpenter. All right, Bubba, let's play some ball. How are you? Doing well, fellas. How are you guys doing today? Buddy, we're pretty good, considering. Uh, obviously, we... I won't even say it, but you know what we wish we were doing today. Um, yes. Anyway, they play on. We hear we've got two games today. Do you find yourself rooting against Texas and Tennessee, or are you pulling for the SEC today in that in that Tennessee-Southern Miss matchup? No, I'm pulling against uh, the SEC. I'm not I'm not that guy. I, I pull for the team more than the conference. Um, I want Southern Miss to win. Um, in Texas, Stanford, I don't like Stanford or Texas, so I, I want them to get – Right out. <laughs> I don't, what do you got against Stanford? You know, I I played ball with a guy from Stanford. He was kind of a douchebag, so yeah, <laughs> it's kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. Can I say that? <laughs> you just did. I love it. We usually uh, we usually say DB or Delta Bravo, but you can say whatever you want because you're Bubba. Um, my bad. No, you're fine. Let me ask you about speaking of Stanford uh, and DBs. Uh, it, was the coach a DB for leaving his pitcher in for 156 pitches the other day, or was that okay considering he had it going on pretty good? No, nah, you you got to get him out of there. That's crazy. Um, I turned on the end of the game, and I was kind of going back and forth, and I looked, and I, I thought they had it wrong when, I, when they showed 150 pitches up there. I'm like, that can't be right. <laughs> and uh, so he ended up with 156, but – you know, he's a college kid. Of course he wants to stay in the game. The coach has to be the one to say, look, no, no, no. You know, you've got a future. I mean, he's a kid that was drafted. Um, probably going to get drafted again. You know, he's he's a lefty, 90, 93 miles an hour. I want to say they said on the broadcast that in the first inning he was 91 to 92, and in the last inning he was 91 to 92 velocity. Hmm. Um so I don't know. I mean, that's that's too many pitches, though. What, what do you keep your kids at? What's what's a what's a max out for a kid? I'm, I'm sure it does vary somewhat by player, but what's the most you've ever let a kid go in youth baseball? Oh, in youth baseball, we don't shoot. We'll go 70, 70 pitches. You know, it depends on if it's a are you a max effort kid or are you smooth. So, um, you know, there's a there's a player that's playing at UCA right now, Walker Emmel, right-handed pitcher. He's a max effort guy. Every pitch he throws is max effort, real quick arm, violent delivery. But then you have your smooth guys that are that are nice and smooth, kind of like uh, Will McIntyre. Those guys can throw more pitches. Your violent guy can't throw as much. Hmm. Um, the harder you go, the harder you're throwing. Typically, the more violent the action is. So you limit those guys. That lefty last night had a pretty violent, like his elbow, you could see his elbow really snap back and his arm lay back. That lay back is what puts the extra stress on the elbow. And I don't know, man, that's a lot of pitches. But I, I keep mine really, really low. On the, I'm probably on the cautious side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, because people don't realize it's not just the pitches that you throw in the game. It's warming up. It's you know, after you come out of the game, you go out to the field and play. If you're on youth on the youth side of it, so I don't know. I'm probably a little more on the cautious side of it. What's uh, as far as breaking balls go? Like when I was a kid, they wouldn't let kids you know below a certain age throw much in the way of breaking balls. Do you have any issues with that, or do you have a place where you like to start them on that? Okay, so there's a thing called a slip pitch. It's a little league curveball. You throw it kind of like you throw it. It's almost identical to a football. So you never see a quarterback with uh, um, Tommy John surgery because that throwing motion actually puts less strain on the arm than throwing like a fastball. Hmm. So we teach our kids what's called a, a split pitch. You grab it like you would a football, and you just throw it similar to a football, and it kind of tumbles. You can teach a kid at a young age how to throw that pitch, and that's what I do with our kids is our younger kids. It's kind of an introduction to a curveball. And if you ask, like, your orthopedic guys, they'll say that that puts less strain on the arm than a fastball. Hmm. But, you know, it's, uh, you know, the old thing used to be you can't throw a curveball until you can shake. But now we 
technology's come a long way. We know we know better than that. So we got a handful of teams that have punched their tickets. TCU, the team that put Arkansas out, is in. Florida is in. LSU knocked off Kentucky yesterday. They've moved on. Or Roberts will be the little team that could, unless I guess Southern Miss maybe gets in, although Southern Miss certainly has a pretty good uh, longstanding baseball tradition. Wake Forest was dominant in its couple of wins over Alabama and then Virginia. So uh, give me a couple, three teams you like potentially to get deep into the World Series. Well, I tell you, I, I guess I'm jumping on the, the Wake Forest bandwagon. I realize they were good, that good, so I watched them. Boy, they've got their pitching staff's good, their lineup's good. They're uh, they're they're the team to beat. And you know, I know everyone says the one seat can't win it. Um, you know, since 1999, I think. But I tell you, Wake Forest is is going to be tough to beat. Um, LSU, I hate to say it. Uh, the way they score runs, of course, I don't think they're going to score as many runs at Charles Schwab Field. That's a big yard. Mm-hmm. So a lot of those home runs they hit are going to be out there. So I don't know, but um, Wake Forest is really good right now. So and you know what, Florida, I think they, they, they'll play well in that bigger field. So yeah. you know, I, I guess if you're asking me, those are probably two of the top teams. Um, Tennessee, if they get in with their pitching staff, they could go a long way. But the problem with Tennessee is they kick the ball around a lot. They, mm. they make errors. They make stupid mistakes on the bases. Um, but they've got dominant pitching. So if they get in, they could they could make a run. Bubba, I want to look Who ahead. Yeah, I said the same thing. I, I like Florida. I've liked the way they've been playing for a while. And uh, LSU, the job that Wes Johnson's done the last four, six weeks, he, he's uh, fixed the bullpen. It was a mess. And they found an, an, another two starters. And so i, I got to put them in the conversation. I wrote them off earlier this year uh, because the pitching was so bad. I mean, it was it, the bullpen was horrible. But it's, that's not the case anymore. My rooting interest will be Oral Roberts and Southern Miss if they get in. What about TCU? Are y'all pulling for TCU at all? I'm not pulling against them. And it would, certainly would help you as an Arkansas fan – Salve the wound a little bit if they end up being the best team in the land at the end of the day. Well, you know, you and I talked about it last week, uh, Justin. The way they played, I, I, the way they played when they came in here. I mean, they were a team that was going to win it all. You know, Indiana State quieting their bats down a little bit. They're still a good team, though. I just don't know if they have the pitching to hold up. Um, I just don't know, but uh, they're they're a good team. They really are. That came up earlier. We had a caller. Um, and, and I think it was something Mike Irwin had said that he didn't like uh, about the TCU fans. And I texted Mike, and Mike said he didn't like the way the TCU fans were celebrating 16, 17, 18, 19, 20th run in Fayetteville. Um, and that sounds handle like a Mike like, Irwin thing. Didn't handle it with class. You know, you, you got this You got this done. All right, enough's enough. Uh, did you have a problem with the fans, TCU fans? Uh, you know, I didn't see anything that bothered me, but I've got the headset on, so I'm not really, you know, I can't really hear what's going on over in that section of the, the stands. But I like the way the guys played the game. You know, if you watch the, if you watch the LSU game, you you want to vomit because of some of the stuff that they were doing um, versus versus Kentucky. Um, I thought they came out and they just beat us the right way. I didn't see guys do anything on the field. I can't speak for the fans. All I know is what I saw on the field. And I thought they played the game the right way. I thought Kurt Sarlo said all the right things in the post-game interview. I thought the players said the right thing. Um, so I got no problem with anything they did. I, I can't stand watching LSU and, and Tennessee and some of the crap they do, though. So I don't know. I, I didn't, nothing, nothing they did bothered me, but, but I wasn't in the stand, so I don't know. But you know what? Think about Rizovic fans. If we're playing at TCU, if we score 20-something runs, we're going to be calling the Hogs yep. every time we score a run. No I mean, what's the difference? Yeah, you know? I, I think that's sour grapes. Uh, I respect Mike. I like Mike, but that's I don't, I don't know. That doesn't bother me. Uh, we're talking about the Carpenter brought to you by Johnson's Home Center here on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. So the Arkansas baseball makeup and what's returning for sure, or at least we think is returning, um, and then obviously the you know the freshman class remains to be seen after the draft, but I, I got to think uh, we're in pretty good shape when you look at the nucleus, assuming the guys that can come back will come back. Oh, we're in good shape, fellas. Hopefully, some of those uh, those highly touted freshmen will get here on campus. They'll get, they'll make it through the draft. Uh, you know, we'll be in the portal um, doing some of that. And they do a real good job bringing in JUCO guys as well. But 
I like what we have coming back. I mean, pitching-wise, I think we'll be in good shape. I think we're going to lose Hunter Holland, unfortunately. Um, I don't see Josenberger coming back. I don't see Borfin coming back. But um, but we got we're, we've got some guys coming in, so we're we're going to be we're in good shape. We're not rebuilding. We're just going to reload again and, and make another run at it. And you know, hopefully next year we'll have a little better luck. I mean, you look at all the injuries we had. And I know that's all we talked about all year, but I mean, it's a fact. And they overcame all those, but it became glaringly obvious at the end of the season, you know, how short we were in that in the in the in the bullpen. A couple of years ago, uh, we lost Charlie Welch to the draft. Kind of, you know, I was kind of thinking he'll he'll be back. That's a great place to start. You know, this guy's clutch hitter. And I, I get the, I don't get the vibe. I, I have a worry about Peyton Holt. Could he go to the draft? You think, or could we get him back? Yeah, I think Peyton Holt's coming back. I, I don't I don't see him going. They would. I mean, there's only 20 rounds in the draft. I don't know. They could offer him something as a free agent, but I think he loves being a Razorback. I think he wants to come back here and play a full season, and so I, I, I don't see him going this year. What's another position for him? If, if Stovall comes back, the labrum's good, he's your second baseman, what else could Holt play? Holt could play third. You know, or, you know, he could play left field. He could, he could play a, he could play a corner out the zone. Look, Peyton Holt, to me, is a baseball player. I think you could put him in a uniform and put him anywhere on the field, and he'd do a good job. You can even put him at shortstop. Now, you know, is he a true shortstop? No. But I think he's just a baseball player. You can put him anywhere on the field. I, I think he'd play a good third base for us. Is there a high school kid you're, you're kind of itching to keep, hoping that, you know, that he'll uh, turn down the money and come to Arkansas? Yeah, the – the big third baseman out of Florida is supposed to be really good. Um, he's a guy that I really hope we get here on campus. But you know, we're going to end up with Caleb Cowley back. I don't, I don't see Cowley going in the draft. I don't think he'll sign. So, you know, you you, you can move guys around. You can move you can move Cowley over to first. Um, I don't know. We're, there's a lot of options, but but the the third baseman out of Florida. Um, he's projected to go high in the draft, so I don't think we'll get him. But he's a—I mean—he's a stud. He's a real deal. So he, he's a guy that'd come in kind of like a Caden Wallace and play as a freshman. What do you see as the priorities position-wise? If they got to go out and get somebody, yeah, we need a. I love Parker Rowland, but we—you know—we need another catcher. Um, I don't know if Hudson Polk will be back or not. I think that's important. Um, and then, you know, still keep loading up on pitching. I mean, you saw this year what can happen with the pitching. You've got to go out and get as many good arms as you can get. And uh, just in case we have the injuries like we did this year. But, uh, you know, the outfielders, I mean, we're it's, it's kind of crazy. You look at what we're going to have to replace in the outfield. We're going to have to go out and get a couple. I see us bringing in another guy kind of like a uh, – uh, Jared Wagner type guy, a veteran outfield guy out of the portal. That's something that we do. A big bat in the middle of that lineup. And maybe two, because they're, they're going to lose all three of the outfielders. Yeah, if we lose, especially if you lose, you know, it'd be nice if Fabian came back um, or Borson, just one of those two, but I don't see it happening. I mean, I Fabian helped his draft stock in the regional. He had a really good regional. Borson came on it. You know, took some better swings. He was kind of struggling there for a while, but you know, they they know what they're both capable of. So there's a chance we could get one of those guys back, but I, I don't think it's going to happen. I think they're both. I think they're both going to get enough money to go. Talking to Bubba Carpenter on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Let me ask you about a couple more guys, and we'll let you get out of here. Um, does it help Diggs from a professional standpoint to play a position versus DHing? And what do you expect from McLaughlin next year? Yeah, Diggs, is, he, he'll probably be the right fielder next year. Um, even if Borson came back, I think they'd move Borson to left and Diggs to right. And that'll definitely help his draft status because he can, you know, they know he can hit. I mean, the, the guy's the guy's a good, just a pure hitter. Um, now on, on McLaughlin, you know, maybe the DH next year, he can also play. you got to remember, McLaughlin won a gold glove as a third baseman in junior college. I mean, so he can pick it. I just don't know with his knee. You know, if his knee gets healthy, because his lateral movement isn't very good right now. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have much range, but he could play He could play a corner spot in the infield. 
And if not that, it, it has to be uh, has to be probably DH because he doesn't move well enough to play the outfield. But but McLaughlin can swing it. I mean, we saw what he's capable of this year. So that's a bat that we definitely have to have in the lineup next year. Which freshman pick, pitcher do you think makes a, a big move and is a, a contributor next year? Well, I, I still like Gage Wood. I think Gage is going to end up being a starter. And, you know, he's got three or four pitches he can throw. Um, I like him a lot. I still like Christian Fouts. Guy throws 97-98 with a nasty splitter. He needs to develop that slider. He could be our closer next year. Um and then, look, I've been I've been high on Ben Bybee all year just because of the way Ben carries himself. I mean, he doesn't act like a freshman. He's a big-body kid. He's still going to add some miles per hour. He's still in 94, 95 right now. He could come in next year throwing 97, 98. Any of those three guys could make a big jump next year and and really be a force. But the, the guy, I, I love Christian Fouch. I think he's going to be a big time guy at the end of our bullpen. Hopefully, hopefully he'll figure it out. Put all it all. It, a lot of it's mental right now with him just getting the confidence back. But the guy's got great stuff. I'm going to end on Hagen Smith, our guy. Uh, we we were just talking about he got a, a, invited to the Olympic trial or the U.S. Uh, Team USA trials. Uh, I, I I think if this guy takes another step forward. I mean, I mean, he's your front, he's an ace. You know, he's a guy that's just a lockdown. You know, an All American again, an All SEC type pitcher. What, what kind of ceiling do you see on on uh, Hagen Smith? Uh, he's he's going to pitch in the big leagues probably for a long time. I mean, Hagen. Uh, you know, Hagen. Hagen Soderling was made up this past weekend. You know, he struggled uh, the first game against TCU. Came back uh, was a different pitcher the next day. Uh, he's got elite stuff. You know, you just think about him and Brady Tiger as two of our starters next year. You know, one of them Friday, one of them on the Saturday guy. That's that's two pretty good, pretty good starters we've got right there. So, uh, but on Hagen, um, I think I think we're going to see really good things from him. We'll see the best of him next year. Um, I just hope he stays healthy. I hope he becomes the USA. They don't throw him too many pitches, and he gets a chance to rest a little bit add a little bit of strength, and then uh, come back next year ready to deal. All right, Bubba, great stuff. Thank you, buddy. All season long, really, really good. And uh, I want to ink you. I already told Hagen we're going to get him back next year, too. So I want to ink you in for another run with us, thanks to Johnston's Home Center again next season. So uh, unless something significant changes, we need to get you back next year. It was a lot of fun this year. Yeah, that sounds good. I appreciate Johnston Home Center you know, doing this. And uh, you guys, man, I enjoyed it. Um, Hopefully next year we'll be talking on into the to the end of June though. So uh, kind of sucks that it's over, but you know I'll say one more time we we ran into a team that's really hot. Mm-hmm. Um, we're better than TCU. They were just better than us last weekend. Mm-hmm. That's it, and that's that's the name of the game. And uh, hopefully next year uh, we'll keep playing a little bit longer because I think uh, I think we're we're really close to winning the whole thing. Mark it down now. Believe me later. First stakes on me in Omaha next year, Bubba. Awesome. I'm going to hold you to that, Justin. Very good. I guess we'll have to bring Phil Uh, along, too. Yeah, yeah, we got to throw him in. We got to throw a stake at Phil, too. So I appreciate you guys, though, all season. Enjoyed it. And uh, y'all take care. Go out. Very good. Thanks, Bubba. See you, Bubba. I told you I went to had my yearly physical with the doctor this morning, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, he wants to go ahead and schedule for next year. He didn't tell me, but I was wondering why you're bleeding. Yeah, no, I gave, yeah, I gave a little blood, did, did a little blood work, and they were scheduling me for next year, and gave me the date. And said, let's push that back because I plan to be in Omaha this time next year. That's a spirit. I like that positive attitude, Wes. That's excellent. Very good. Uh, game balls and jock straps coming up on the other side. We'll take our time out. You're in the zone. Oh yeah, you're in the zone, baby. Stay up to date with the latest Razorback news with the Red White Report every weekday with Justin and Wes on The Zone. Brought to you by Big Old Tires with locations in Cabot and Conway. This is...
Texas Sports Center. The Arkansas Travelers won their game against the Tulsa Drillers yesterday, 7-4, getting six innings from Emerson Hancock, who allowed just one run. The Travelers went 4-2 and two in their six games against the Drillers. They'll be back in North Little Rock at Dickey Stevens Park for a six-game homestand against the Corpus Christi Hooks starting tomorrow. Yesterday in Major League Baseball, the Reds beat the Cardinals 4-3 to go to 31-35 and 35 on the season, while the Cardinals fell to 27-39. and 39. Rookie phenom Ellie De La Cruz went 2-3 for three with two walks in the game. In his first six games, he has a 364 batting average and a 481 on-base percentage with one home run and four RBIs. And in the NBA, Denver can win their first NBA Finals in franchise history tonight. Tip for the game is set for 7.30. Coverage can be heard. Join in progress on the buzz starting at 8. TV coverage will be on ABC. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, your favorite drafts are poured at a frosty 29 degrees, and rare barrel-aged whiskeys are served just the way you want them. It's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day, from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Stick around after the sun sets. Twin Peaks is open really late. Wind down with bourbon and late night fights. Scalpel. Scalpel. Tweezers. Tweezers. Ham sandwich. Ham what? Sandwich. I was going to eat lunch when I got my oil changed earlier, but take five is so fast I didn't have time. But, sir, you can't eat during surgery. Eh, one bite won't hurt. Mm. Whoops. Uh, Napkin. Napkin! At Take 5, your oil change is faster than you think. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. If you haven't stopped by Arts Marine lately, you are literally missing the boat. And no boat is complete without a Tahatsu motor. Arts Marine in North Little Rock has them ranging from 3.5 to 140 horsepower. That's Arts Marine in North Little Rock. Take the Levy exit. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at lionsdrug.com. Former Razorback baseball player Tyler Spoons on Out of Bounds, presented by First Horizon Bank. With First Horizon Bank grant programs, you may qualify for up to $12,000 in discounts on your next mortgage loan. First Horizon is an equal housing lender and member FDIC. Come on, man. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Give us a call at 661-1037. Now, back to the zone on the Buzz Radio Network. Don't call it a comeback. Game balls and jock straps are brought to you by a caddy's touch landscape. Josh Dickinson is a former PGA caddy, so he knows what good grass looks like. If you'd like to take your yard to the next level, then hit up Josh and his crew at a caddy's touch landscape. 501-794-2770. Call today. How do I not give one to Novak uh, Djokovic for winning yet another major? And another um, French Open. Way to go. It's certainly easier when he doesn't have his uh, have Nadal playing, but obviously he has won plenty even when Nadal was involved. English jerk. Oh, the pinnacle. Of his career. Pinnacle. Really? Pinnacle. Alright, that's boring. Um, pinnacle of his career? I don't know. Is it? Yeah, I mean, he's done it like 23 times. Can't yeah. really be called a pinnacle. I don't know. He's going to win a few more. I don't think it's a pinnacle of his career. That's dumb. I think that's that's poorly used phrase It's all there. downhill from here. Nah, it's a dumb phrase. Dumb phrase in that position. He's won the Australian 10 times and won a 111 if it wasn't for the COVID thing. Maybe 12. French Open 3 now. Wimbledon 7. U.S. Open 3. He is the greatest of all time in my book. Yep. 36 years old. And he had a special someone in his box. Pretty brave guy. That's a guy who's got a lot of self-confidence. You let Tom Brady sit next to your woman during the uh, finals of your 
French Oven match. Hmm. I mean, he is an eligible bachelor. I read a story this weekend that there was a, I can't remember who it is now, but there was a uh, supermodel, you know, maybe Adriana Lima, I think it was, yeah. was apparently flirting with him at an event. They were at a wedding together. Not together, but they were at a wedding and Tom wasn't having any time for her. Imagine turning down Lima. Yeah, he's like, shh. Big deal. I mean, I would think he's probably done with models for the most part. Anyway, here is uh, the Joker after the win. Uh, say, last but not least, I want to thank uh, football stars for being here. Giroud, Ibra, Mbappé, Tom Brady. I want to thank everybody for coming out and supporting. I hope you guys enjoyed. I'm sorry if I missed somebody, but uh, it's a great honor to have uh, incredible uh, football and sports stars. But everybody else, thank you for coming and uh, see you next year. All right, very good. Mixed uh, football and American football. You like that? And we got a trilingual uh, performance here with the French, the Serbian, and the English. Ah, très bien. All right, talk to me, guys. What do you got? I got a game ball for Pauline Mayer and Cameron Newton-Smith. They teamed up. To give Arkansas State their first two All-Americans in track and field in the same year. First time ever, two All-Americans. The duo uh, got it done in the 3,000-meter steeplechase where Mayer finished eighth. And Newton Smith got eighth in the heptathlon to break her own school record. So two All-Americans at A-State. Game balls and jockstraps to A-State. Game ball, Miss Arkansas is an A-State student, 25-year-old Corey Keller. Yep. According to my information, she apparently will be in the studio with the uh, Knuckleheads in the Morning tomorrow, which is an annual tradition. Uh, Jogstrap to Arkansas State's basketball program. Three players arrested for theft this week. DeAndre Dominguez, 22, Julian Luol, 21, and Terrence Ford, Jr., 19, all booked into the jail at 637 Saturday for theft of $1,000 or less. Uh, don't have any details. All I know is they're in big, big trouble, and they're going to be running a lot of stairs. Mm. Uh, I don't know a lot about their head coach, but he does not look like a guy who tolerates that kind of nonsense very much. Although he was with the program prior that had uh, some much worse things than that happen. So, nevertheless, he's like, this is baby crap. But you guys are still in big trouble. Yes. got to send a message right away. I guess so. Uh, I'm going to give a jock strap to uh, Stanford's head coach, David Esquire. Uh, you you can't let your pitcher throw 156 pitches. I'm sorry. I know he wants to go back out there, but there's a point to it all. And I agree with Bubba. That's just that's too many. You, you don't see major league pitchers doing that. And, and think of this day and age where we're so conscious of pitch count. We do it with the young kids. And, heck, you're, you even see Van Horn, you know, worrying about a pitcher going over 100. This guy threw 156. He caught hell over Charlie Boyce years ago, mm-hmm. but I haven't seen him do anything like that since. Cops do a lot. Yeah, but not like that. The cops was one of those guys that could turn around and throw day after day. Mm-hmm. Or at least they, that's what they said. He's still pitching, so I guess he's okay. That's, that's right. But that seems very excessive in these days, 156 pitches. Well, I will say this. I don't know what is or isn't excessive, and I don't know what's right or wrong, but I do know this. You made a great point in that you got a six-run lead – there's no point in stressing his arm to that point. Why not bring in another guy? And I realize you don't want to burn your pen because you have a game left, but you can throw a guy for an inning, and he can come back and pitch the next day, too. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, I'll give you that. I hate to agree with you, but I will. Christian, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'll give a game ball to uh, Serbia. They got <laughs> Absolutely. Djokovic, who won the French Open yesterday, and in all likelihood, they'll have Jokic, who's going to win an NBA Finals this year and an NBA Finals MVP. What is the population of Serbia, and how unlikely is it that they've got two champions of this level two at the top of the game right now and two major well I'm tennis is a major sport but it's a big sport yeah, a lot of money it's up there uh, I'll look it up yeah carry on sorry and I'll give a game ball to Mike Breen who tonight is calling his 100th finals game pretty cool mm-hmm. and I'll give a jock strap to the Floyd Mayweather fight I guess promotion around it I don't know why anybody would be interested in watching it anyway yes because his fights are pretty boring but they are his exhibitions, I'm sure, even more so. They stopped it in the middle of while both guys were doing just fine and on their feet. I don't understand it. But apparently, John Gotti's family, or I think this is John Gotti's uh, grandson, yes. but they're uh, throwing fits, threats at uh, Floyd Mayweather's family, and they uh, don't have the greatest of backgrounds. I saw that his sister had threatened Floyd's sister and said that it may be two or three years down the road, but yeah, I'm going to get you. 
Yeah. Or threaten her kids, maybe. It's a terrible thing to put on social media. Not very smart. Uh, I think that should be looked at as a very real threat. Um, that's that's the jockstrap to the Italians. But a game ball to the Italians goes to Gina Ananucci, the first female trainer to ever win the Belmont. Well, she didn't win it. Her horse did that she trained. Archangelo winning out ahead of Forte and Tappet Trice. So congratulations to her. I'm sure we'll hear more from her before it's all said and done. Uh, jockstrap to the NFL. The NFL. Jockstrap to the XFL. According to a report, if it's to be believed, from Forbes, that rag, the XFL lost an estimated $60 million last year. The issues led the league to have to cut some of its workforce, but The Rock and his partner remain optimistic about the future. At some point, we must wonder, why are we doing this? What is the point? And if we're not going to make money, really, why are we bothering? Is anybody watching it? Some people are. I have friends who gamble on it. They are degenerates. <laughs> <clears throat> got anything else? I got a couple more. I, I think the security. I give the security guard at the uh, Canadian Open a jock strap. What? Yeah, he can't do that. He can, and he, he did. The, he gets a game ball for form, a jock strap for doing it. Yeah. Huh. I mean, your job is to protect him, right? Yes. Was there anything that made you think he was in jeopardy? What if he had an a- What if he had acid in that bottle and he was shaking it all over him? You got to think the worst. That's his job. You got to think worst case scenario, bro. You don't know. You've never been in security. You don't know anything about it. <laughs> I don't. It's a judgment call. You're right. But there was nothing about that that looked life threatening. Maybe or threatening. Sh- period. Maybe we should get a little more serious. You're the guy that wants to protect the field. You're the guy that wants to keep the fans off the field. You're the one that doesn't like the storm. Maybe we should get a little more serious. That wasn't a fan. It was his best friend. I know, bud. But, but it wasn't. Li- he doesn't know that. Yeah, but I mean, it wasn't like there's was a whole mad group of you no, know, no, people no. rushing. I'm know? just saying. Maybe we should get a little more serious about security at PGA events before something bad does happen. Like, I don't know what would stop somebody from doing something like that. It would be a great opportunity to make headlines. What, like, listen, what about some deranged knucklehead that wants to do, say, he's so anti-Saudi and that narrative has been beaten to death, but he's like, I'll show them, I'll stab one of their golfers. Not give anybody any ideas. I think it's a horrible thought. But we've seen crap like that happen. You've got access to tennis players, too. We saw that with Sellis. I mean, I'm just saying let's let it be a learning opportunity. So I'm not going to give the guy a jockstrap. Yes, he overreacted. But the good news is... Uh, everybody laughed it off, and it was all fine afterwards. Off topic. Makes it even more memorable. I guess. What was that one uh, Harrison Ford movie where John Malkovich made a gun out of wood? I don't know that. Assassinate the president. I remember that movie, but I don't know what that was called. It was not being John Malkovich. I know that. No, it was not. He didn't try to kill anybody in that one. Uh, I've got a couple more things here. Uh, Conor McGregor gets a jock strap. It was a prank gone wrong. He punched Bernie... The Miami Heat mascot in a stunt the other day, and then he got on top of him and punched him again. Here's what I hate to tell y'all: there are real human beings inside those big stupid costumes, and if you throw a punch at them, and he threw a violent punch, two of them in fact, someone might get hurt. In fact, this person had to be transported to the hospital. Now, I don't think Conor McGregor intentionally tried to hurt anybody, but we must remember there are human beings inside the costumes. These are not robots; these are actual people. And in many cases, even though it may be a male mascot, there may be a woman inside there. We must be more cognizant of such things. Don't punch mascots. Hashtag, don't punch mascots. <laughs> Who thought it would be a good idea? I don't know. Hey, let's get Connor. Hey, and throw a punch at him. Well, first of all, it's Connor McGregor, so you should know. Yeah. Now maybe if it's he somebody punched an else, old man in a pub one yeah, night. You would think, okay, he'll he'll give him a little jab, you know, a little soft jab. He'll, and then the mascot will play down, you know, play it off and go down. You're playing with fire, you know, with Conor McGregor. Speaking of playing with fire, uh, one last jockstrap here. I hate to keep piling on. I hate to keep piling on. But the story keeps getting worse. This is a zone FU on Zion Williamson. Um, Apparently, Mariah Mills keeps sharing all of her receipts. She's been going for like five days now. Man, well, this is her chance at stardom. Apparently, being a porn star wasn't enough. Apparently, being an Instagram influencer wasn't enough. Now she's got Zion. And the thing is... All he's done is try to bring her pleasure, try to move her to a really great American city, and give her money. And she's trashing him just because he happened to knock some other chick up. Did you really think he was being faithful to you? (laughs) You also have sex with people for money. That's your job. Let's not be so judgmental of Zion, shall we? The story came out this weekend that 
he was giving her thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars, and also was like going to put her on payroll if she moved to New Orleans. I don't know what she does for him, but it must be out of this world. Hmm. Sir? I think we know along the lines of what she does. but I have an idea. Um, why would you not just stay quiet in that situation? I don't understand it. I don't know. He, she apparently was going to be put on a $107,000 a month oh allowance. Do we believe this? I don't know. But she did have some receipts of money being transferred to her from him. Well, she's a certified dumb dumb. At least fifty-five grand in the last <laughs> week alone. Yeah, why would you want to get off the gravy train? I mean, if the seven thousand a month. Yeah, I'm like honestly, like I don't care if Zion knocks up five other women. Right. As long as I'm getting my, I'm the only one getting paid because he can't afford to pay five women like that. He's gonna be paid in child support, but boom. Um, that works out to one point two eight four million a year. I wonder what her like. OnlyFans subscription. Has it skyrocketed since this has happened? I wonder if there's anything in it for her positive. Is she doing OnlyFans? Yes. Okay. Uh, I haven't seen it. I haven't either, but I know she's I know done... She she's got videos that are out and about without going to an OnlyFans account is all I know. <laughs> yes. So she's been... That can be fine more easily. She's been giving it away for free for a long time. Uh, I, I just don't understand the thinking at all. I mean, I understand you're mad, and maybe you're even a little hurt. I'm not going to say that porn stars can't have feelings, because certainly right. she can. She's a human being. Mm-hmm. But I don't understand to that point. It's just not logical to break off this financial arrangement you have. And the dude wants to move. I don't know where she's living now. Maybe she's in Cleveland. I never heard anybody say they wanted to go to Cleveland on vacation. What's so great about Cleveland? I don't know why she wouldn't go to New Orleans. And a hundred grand a month, you can buy a lot of boudin and gumbo for a hundred G's, fellas. That's a lot of money. So I don't know what the deal is. I don't know what she was thinking. But apparently she wasn't. I mean, honestly. This may sound terrible. I don't care if Zion sleeps with my sister. If I'm getting a hundred grand a month, I'm fine. Let's go. Do as you please. She's tweeting about him every single hour. There's one from an hour ago. What's the latest, Christian? Do tell. Poor Zion. Until he gets back in the court and averages 25 and 12, this is all we're going to talk about with him. It sucks. And he hasn't even said anything, which I think is the right move. Just don't say anything. No, there is no benefit to fighting back against this woman. I feel real sorry for you, Zion Williamson. She's about to finesse you. At least we had an agreement that you chose me, that you chose me for, and not me coming to you. I don't even know what that means, but whatever. She has a real problem with the baby mama. She's not even that mad at Zion. I don't think she's more mad about trash than baby mama. Talking about how his house is all dirty and she doesn't even clean for him. And I'm like, are you cleaning for him? Anyway, I don't know. I don't know what the arrangement Maybe was. Maybe part of the like the hundred and seven thousand was being made. Also, <laughs> I think it's unlikely. I think it's unlikely. Anyway, it's uh, not a good look for him. It's a bummer, and I hate that. So, hopefully he can get back on the court and put all this behind him soon. Real, real soon. Some Asher Record Live Fan feedback. Maybe some First Arkansas Bank and Trust text offerings when we return. It is The Zone. It's 1148. Hashtag pray for Zion. Hmm. His account must be mad, dude. Can't be happy about that. John Smith's Home Center in Benton is in the middle of an inventory reduction sale. So what does that mean for you? Savings. Save on the full line of steel products to help you on the outside of your house. And on the inside? Save on washers, dryers, stoves, refrigerators from Maytag, GE, Samsung, and Frigidaire. Is the inventory reduction sale going on now at Johnston's Home Center in Benton? Remember, if Johnston's doesn't have it, you probably don't need it. Hey, I'm Joseph Pena with the Arkansas basketball team. Great news. Bell and & Sword in Conway has everything for Dad. Belts, cufflinks, wallets, colognes, cool and colorful happy socks, U of A and UCA polos, swim trunks, sport coats, shirts, summer slacks, and shorts. Remember, Bell & Sword is the only men's store in central Arkansas with Taylor on staff. Bell & Sword, 1016 Oak Street in Conway, on Facebook and Instagram. 
Guys, if you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low-T. Schedule your complete health assessment at Low-T Center today. They now offer the convenience of monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for $155 a month, cash pay, or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near Low-T Center or you just need the convenience of at-home treatments, no problem. Low-T Center makes it easy to get started. Only your first two visits are in person, and they're quick and painless. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low-T Center, reinventing men's health care. Fort Thompson Specials of the Month. Beretta APXA1 Carry 9mm 249.90 or Taurus GX4 Black Tungsten 9mm 249.90 both with mail-in rebate. Winchester 9mm 100 packs on sale for $24.99. FortThompson.com or Fort Thompson in Sherwood. <laughs> Justin and Wes are taking the zone up the road to Jacksonville, just off the Gregory Street exit to Guatney Chevrolet, broadcasting live this Thursday. Stop by and see how James and the crew can help with your next vehicle purchase. The zone at Guatney Chevrolet on 103.7 The Buzz. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. This ad is paid for by the settlement specialist. Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma is one of the most common cancers in the United States. If you or a loved one was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup weed killer, you could be entitled to cash compensation. Bayer, the owner of Roundup, will pay more than $10 billion to cancer victims of weed killer Roundup. Call our weed killer cancer hotline now to see if you're entitled to cash compensation. Roundup has been one of the most commonly used herbicides in the U.S. If you or someone you love has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were exposed to Roundup, call now. Our team is here to fight for everyday people and to get you the compensation you may deserve. If you or a loved one has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup weed killer, even if the loved one has passed away, call 800-725-7193 now to see if you are entitled to compensation. But hurry, time is limited. Call 800-725-7193. 800-725-7193. The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio is back. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, let's see what Justin Acre and Wes Moore have to say on the Buzz Radio Network. All right, it's 11.52, and we were just talking about uh, John Gotti III's sister talking trash about Floyd Mayweather's daughter. Uh, I found the tweet, and we were just talking in the break. It doesn't seem very smart to threaten someone with physical violence. On social media. On social media, yes. If I'm a cop uh, or a prosecutor, I'm thinking, maybe we're going to have at least conversations. Nicolette, I just want to clear this up, that you didn't actually mean this when you said it on social media. And she added Floyd. At Floyd Mayweather, and, and again, I was telling Wes, there are some significant, uh, potentially some racially charged um, tone in this. Right. Personally, I think. Yes. Your daughter was ran through by an, an animal with 12 different baby mamas. Your little circus animal. Your, while you are, all a pack of zoo animals. I have a real issue with her grammar, first of all. That is wrong. I think... Uh it's out of the question, and there's some racial undertones there. I swear on my kids, I'm coming for your daughter. It may be two years. She should spell out two instead of put the number. Three years, no comma, from now. But I'm coming. See you next Tuesday. She went after her. That's pretty vehement. Yeah, I, don't know, I don't know Nicolette Gaudi's background, but she is uh, aggressive. And not very nice, it turns out. At least, I don't want to judge her, but it seems that way. Nicolette Gotti. I'm going to see what else she's been talking about. So she went after Yaya Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather's daughter. Sure. Who has a son with NBA Youngboy, who has like 12 kids at like 22 years old. Gianna Evelina. Gino Franco Jr. See translation. Okay. See original. Says the same thing. Uh, her account's private. Lame. I want to see what else she's been tweeting about or Instagramming about. By the way, she only has 2,800 followers. She's not a big influencer, but somehow that message got out to the world. She didn't learn anything from Zion. Just don't, just don't put any DMs, anything out there on social media that can come back to you. I wonder what happened there. Why did it all go sideways? And why did the referee stop the fight? I have not understood that yet. And I only saw highlights. And apparently, even though Floyd was dominating, the kid had some moments in the ring. And I don't know what his background is in boxing, but apparently he had his moments. I don't know. Wes is like, I don't care about any of this. What do you got that's so interesting, Mr. Man? Uh, first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. Uh, going back to our conversation about the uh, PGA Tour and the uh, uh, 
security guard tackling the uh, golfer's best friend with the champagne. Ethan and Atkins says the SEC would have fined that guy $250,000 for coming to his buddy. That's true. Billy says the security guards don't have time to make judgment as to what makes sense or not. They do their job. Yeah, Come Wes, on, guys. I'm with him. I'm with the security guy. You have to make a judgment call in that you're taught to make decisions in a hurry in key moments like this. Well, he didn't stab the guy, Wes. He just tackled him. He didn't get hurt. I mean, that's not a bad judgment call because if you're wrong, it's nobody's hurt. But if you're right, then you look really good and nobody gets killed or hurt. Could have just walked over there and kind of say, hey, 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 whoa, whoa, back whoa, up, back easy up, there. Is back that acid up. or champagne? Take it easy, pal. This one, 479, says, this security guard has been waiting his whole life for a moment like that. Maybe onto something there. It was his Super Bowl. Yeah, Chainsaw Dave. You think it's strange the way the NCAA scheduled this tournament so the SEC would be eliminating other SEC teams as it progressed to Omaha? I know. When you have 10 teams in, and then how many moved on to the Supers? Five? It's going to wind up some of them are going to have to play each other in the Super Regionals. They they avoid it in the Regionals so that you you don't have a, another team from your conference in your Regional. Uh, but we saw the ACC. They only had two teams advance, and they played each other in yep. the Super Regionals. But that also guarantees you one in, too. Yep. Uh, the only team I would like to see win it, I don't care if Southern Miss wins it, I guess, would be Oral Roberts. I, I do not want any of these other programs. Because, again, I don't think Arkansas is going to lose recruits to Oral Roberts or Southern Miss. Mm-hmm. But I don't want Florida winning. I don't want I don't want any of these other schools winning. I don't want Tennessee winning. No. I don't want... LSU. I definitely don't want LSU to win. Ugh. Puke. Anyway, carry on. Ideally, who who wins this? Oral Roberts? TCU? Oral, Oral Roberts, Roberts. That's it? TCU or Southern Miss. Okay. I think. You get some solace in there one way or the other. Stanford? What if Stanford makes it past Texas today? I don't want Stanford to win. Wake Forest? I didn't know I hated Stanford until Bubba told me I should. Wake Forest? Uh, I have less of a problem with them than some yeah. others. Yeah. That'd be a cool story since no number one yeah. overall seed has done it since 1999. How come it, it always happens in football and it never happens in baseball? Just shows you. It's baseball. It's baseball. Mm-hmm. Happens in basketball some too. I don't think there's anybody else there that, yeah, I, I guess we hit on there. Virginia? Eh, whatever. Eh. Um, Just No says, Acre gets a nasty jockstrap for saying Forbes is a rag when he just shared a list shared a list on air last week from Forbes. Nice work, genius. Um, hey, Just No. It's called sarcasm. Look into it. In fact, we quote Forbes probably more than just about any other magazine on this show. Uh, more than any other magazine, I think. So, I, th- I consider Forbes to be very credible. Yeah, of course I think it is. everyone does. I was being very sarcastic. Please try to keep up. Is this your first time listening to the show, dude? Come on. Jockstrapped to the baseball team in St. Louis. Brewers get swept by the A's and no ground was gained. Also jockstrapped to Tommy Fleetwood on the par 518 yesterday. Remains winless. Yeah, he did hit a bad drive apparently on that last playoff hole. Had to chip out. And then he hit his third shot onto the green and didn't even have to putt it because the dude made eagle. Eagle. Yeah, no pressure. It's Justin Acre wishing all my fellow fathers out there a happy Father's Day. And let's be honest, your dad doesn't need another tie. What he needs is something cool from Coffin by Design West. They've got a great selection of steel products, toolkits, big green egg grills and accessories, Pelican coolers and cases, and power tools including DeWalt, Milwaukee, and Makita. Stop by today for multiple Father's Day specials.